whatever we cultivate, it's going to grow. Ain't that right? He ain't lying. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Alpha and Omega Exponent, also known as AOE, where we share content to add value to your life. If you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe, you like the video, you leave a comment, and also share this video with someone who's close and dear to you so that you can also add value to their life. My name is Parfait, and I am back with another story time. But before we get started, it is 2023, so happy, happy new year to all of you and your family. I'm not at home, I'm in the car, but I decided to record this story time so that we can all learn from this story. Without further ado, let's get started. So the story time of today is basically a letter that was written a very, very long time ago by a man named Mr. Paul. And he wrote this letter while he was in prison in Rome. And this letter was dedicated to the people in the, these people who were called the Ephesians and in modern day the Ephesians were located in the west of Turkey and in this letter Mr. Paul wanted basically to give them understanding of what is God's plan for humanity and this letter contains six chapters and I believe that there are some powerful powerful lessons that we can take away from this letter that Mr. Paul wrote to these people in the Ephesians while he was in prison in Rome. So this is a letter from a prisoner who's trying to explain the plan of God for humanity. In chapter one, the first big explanation and lesson that Mr. Paul gives is that God's eternal plan is to unite all things in heaven and on earth. So for us as human, if we know that God's plan is to unite, whatever plan that we also come up with as people, it must be able to unite people. It must be able to unite things. When we come up with a plan or with a goal that is trying to basically put division between people or between things, that probably will go against God's plan because God's plan is to unite things. If our goal is trying to create division that that goal is not a good goal our goal should be able to create unity and not division in the second chapter mr paul explains something very very powerful and he says that by grace we are saved through faith and this is really the gift of god uh, and not our own capabilities because the gift of god to us is his grace when god gives us his grace he blesses us and so this is the second lesson that mr paul really put in this second chapter in his letter he says that by grace we are saved through faith so it's important for us as people to always ask for god to give us his grace and to always be faithful to god and chapter three of this letter uh, is very important and something that mr paul said in this letter he said that whatever you do don't lose your heart what did mr paul uh mean by this uh, i think really 
whenever we're trying to do something, we get so involved in it and we get lost in it. And it can be dangerous because if you get lost in it, then we lose the sense of purpose. Then we lose the sense of our true identity. And so Mr. Paul in prison, as he's writing this letter, he says that whatever we do, we should not lose our heart because we have to keep our heart because that's our identity. That's who we are. That is basically our anchor. And so whatever we do, we must be mindful to always protect our heart. This could be in relationships. This could be in your career. This could be in the goals that we set for ourselves. We must be able to always know where our anchor is. And in terms of how we do things, our heart is our anchor. If we lose our heart, then we expose ourselves to be hurt. If we lose our heart, then we expose ourselves to suffer damages uh, that will take a lot of um, healing to complete. In chapter four of his letter, Mr. Paul says something that I believe that all of us should know. And he says that to never let the sun go down on your anger. And, you know, this is something that you hear and you said, okay, but how many people and including me, including all of us, uh, that we basically let the sun go down on our anger. We get frustrated, we get angry, and we basically sleep with that anger overnight. And trust me, if you sleep angry, you don't wake up happy. So Mr. Paul in prison, this is a man who was in prison, and he's telling us that to never let the sun go down on your anger. And this is powerful because it allows us to really begin the process of healing uh, before the sun goes down because anger you know it can basically bring up different emotions but if you don't let the sun go down on your anger then you give yourself the opportunity to wake up happy you give yourself the opportunity to wake up on the good side of the bed now on to chapter five mr paul said some very powerful things uh, and some very interesting thing that i think can add a lot of value in our life the first thing that he said is that we must walk in love. And this is, we hear this and we say, okay, how do I do that? Um, I think what Mr. Paul was trying to basically explain here, one of the things is that uh, he said to walk, right? To walk in love. He didn't say run to it. He didn't say uh, jump to it. He didn't say wait on it. He said to walk in love. So we first, he's implying really it's a journey, right? To get to love it's a journey and he said we must walk in love he didn't say walk in hate so he's implying that whatever we do whatever journey that we enter it must be a journey that we walk into love it must be a journey that we actually walk with the right emotions it must be a journey that we walk with the right intentions and that's really what is implying here is that walk in love so walk to whatever you want to accomplish walk to whatever destination that you want to get with the right intentions and with the right emotions because if you walk with the wrong intentions then the outcome is not going to be what you want and another thing that mr paul said in his letter he said that uh, love shall be cultivated and so whatever we cultivate it's going to grow. If we cultivate love, it's going to grow. If we cultivate hate, it's also going to grow. So if you really want to reap the fruits of love, we need to cultivate love. And how do we cultivate love? Well, we first need to come with good intentions. Uh, we must practice the virtues of love. Uh, we must, you know, be patient. We must be understanding. We must be kind. And all of those things we basically 
set the seeds in order for love to continue to grow. Now, another thing that Mr. Paul said in the same chapter five uh, to really highlight the dynamics of relationship and, uh, and God's plan for humanity, he says that wives submit to your own husband as to the Lord and husband love your wife as Christ loves the church. And he also said that wives respect your husband. So this is really the dynamics of relationship, you know, submission, love, respect. Um, and that goes in full circle. Um, and it's important to, and Mr. Paul is really telling the men and the husbands here that we are givers of love and that the love that we have in us, we must give it to our wives. And the love that we have in us, it's dedicated as a husband, the love that you have in you is dedicated for your wife. And this is really important because whatever a husband does will affect his wife. And so we must, as a, as a husband, you must be able to do well because you are now in unity with that wife and vice versa. In this dynamic, uh, the husband is seeking for respect. So the man or the husband wants respect or is seeking for respect and submission on the opposite hand the woman and the wife is seeking for love and also respect and so what can be cultivated between the both of them is love and speaking to the man to the young man here is that we need to know that if we want to be a good man we need to cultivate love within ourselves first because if we cultivate love within ourselves first then we will have love to give to others and we will have love to give to your future wife or whoever that person is and the same way for the wife or the woman on the other side uh, if she wants to be a good person and a good wife and a good mother uh, she needs to cultivate respect she needs to cultivate understanding and really also know what is the meaning of submission so within herself so that uh, she can be filled with that and then she'll be able to pour out that respect she'll be able to pour out and cultivate those things um, with her husband and with her family so to the men i think one of the lessons that mr paul was trying to tell us here is that uh, it's important before you marry to actually look for a woman who's cultivating respect uh, within herself first because if she's able to cultivate with respect within herself then she will be able to also respect you and so as a man uh, you also need to be able to cultivate love within yourself and that's how you bring God's plan with unity so the last powerful lesson that Mr. Paul wrote in his chapter 6 of his letter is this and I'm going to paraphrase it the way I understood his letter and the lesson is that we need to love God with a love that cannot be corrupted because when we love God with a love that cannot be corrupted then our love for others and our love for people will also not be uh, subject to corruption however if our love for God can be easily corrupted then our love for people and for other things is also going to be easily corrupted. So we need to love God with a love that is so strong that 
whatever someone can present in front of us, it's not going to corrupt the love that we have for God. Because if we are able to love God with a love that is incorruptible, then we'll be able to love others the same way. And we'll be able to also love ourselves the same way. Uh, people will present things in front of us that will compromise the love that we have for God, the love that we have for ourselves, the love that we have for our friends and family. And if we love God with a love that cannot be corrupted, then we will stand strong. But if we don't love God with a love that, you know, is not too strong and a love that can be easily corrupted, then when people present those things that will compromise our love for God, that will compromise our love for people, our love for friends and family, then it's all going to fall apart because we will be easily compromised and corrupted. So love God and with a love that cannot be corrupted so you can love others with a love that will not be corrupted. So that's it for the story time of today and the lessons of understanding. Share this video with someone that you know that will benefit and you can add value to their life. Subscribe to the channel and I'll see you later in the next story time.